You're good to go. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. Here we go. Hour number two of the show, off and running with you on this Wednesday. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Good to be with you. A little bit of everything in hour one. Even worked in some football this time of year, doing a countdown. That was play number 59, but we're going to do 58 in this hour in 60 plays, 60 days. 58, we're at 58 days away from Saturday, September the 2nd, where they'll put the ball on the tee and play football. It means something. So that'll be here before you know it, for sure. And we'll try to help count it down for you uh, here on the show. You can be a part of the show, and I hope you will be. Text me on the Country Pleasing text line. It's 885-3776. Another way to remember it is 885-ESPN. Just text that number. I'll get it here on the show. And you can call me on the Divinity phone, 995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059. We'll have a good old time. It's the same, you know, being on the show, it's the same as grabbing a chair, pulling up to the table, just kind of plopping down beside us and jumping on in. I'll even, I'll even pour you some hot coffee in your mug from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. Yoo! That's what I've got. And that's what I've got. I got some here in the thermos here. So if you, if you like coffee, by the way, go there and get it. Highpointroasters.com. Order it. Show up at your house. You get a big one pound bag of it. So it'll last you a long time. And really good stuff. Lots of different flavors, blends from all over the world, in fact. And you'll see that there on the website. Great people. Good coffee. So check that out. Uh, I want to check in with my man, Beeve. It's been a while. Hey, Beaver, are you doing one show today or two? Not counting the one this morning. Uh, two. Okay. So, yes, technically, Jake will be the third. Okay. Old Jacob will be back. Reckon what he's going to talk about today. A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> hey, right. Bill. Hey. Who knew? He I didn't, he I didn't never know. talks about anything that means anything. <laughs> Y'all don't be so hard on Jake. I really like yeah. Jake, and I like his show. Okay. And silence. Well, he's got one one fan anyway. <laughs> All right, Jake, we love you. We're just picking on you. Bill, how's your summer been? Oh, pretty good. Yeah? Eventful day yesterday, sitting around the house. Okay. Watching, watching Twilight Zone movies. See, yeah. Shows. Right, okay. Well, I'm picking it up then. So it really wasn't an eventful day. No, not much. No, a, I kind of sat around the That house. was a sarcastic way to describe yeah. it, basically. Then a thunderstorm came through last night and had to let the cat in and the dog was freaking out. Everything was, it was weird. Yeah. Hey, so we have one of those things that talking about the thunderstorm deal. Like the whole state of Mississippi got those in some varying degree last night because it came through. And... So there were a lot of July 4th celebrations that sort of got either postponed or interrupted, you know. We went to Saltillo, Bill, because uh, Mary Liddy had been invited to sing the national anthem at the start of the, the Saltillo City thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so they were, they, you'll appreciate this, they had a little delay around 4, 4.30 because raindrops started falling and they threw a tarp all over the uh, musical equipment, you know, the soundboard and everything to make sure that they didn't ruin their equipment, right? Mm-hmm. And it, they had to find a window to get it started, and they 
finally around, I guess it was maybe a little after five, they were like, okay, and they started pulling the tarp and getting ready to set the microphones back up on the stage and all this. And one of the people there said, we feel like we've got about an hour window to get this started and get a lot of this stuff in. Well, I was looking at my radar thinking, they don't have an hour. <laughs> uh-uh, this is going to be here before that. Well, about the time that Mary Lady got up there, she was the first thing. She got up there and started singing the National Anthem. That's what kind of kicked it off. You'll, you'll appreciate this. The sky got dark, and this cool wind began to blow. <laughs> now, when it's July the 4th, okay, and the week before it was literally 110 degrees everywhere, and you all of a sudden start feeling a cold wind out of nowhere, and the sky gets dark, what does that usually mean? Rain. Rain. You're fixing to get rained on yeah. soon. You can and smell it. <laughs> you start smelling the rain. But I, I, And I think they did get everything in. But like uh, the wind was blowing. It felt so good. And we skidaddled and got on out of there. We had some family with us. But I, I did think to myself, I thought to myself, I said, Self, if you stand here much longer, you're going to get wet. And a lot of people did get get rained on yesterday afternoon for sure. <laughs> yeah, hey, came through uh, came through right after dark yesterday down here. It was it was pretty tough. Mm-hmm. A lot of rain. Um, hey Beaver, we can we confirm that you are a huge Seinfeld fan as well? I can indeed confirm. You'll confirm that fact. That's one fact you don't mind confirming, right? Hello, Newman. Bill, you a Seinfeld fan? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, not not as much beaver, but I like it. <laughs> On this day, <laughs> July the fifth, nineteen eighty nine, the pilot episode, the oh. first one ever aired of Seinfeld. Of the now, show about nothing. That's right, the show about nothing. Now, do either of y'all know any details about the Seinfeld pilot episode? Oh, let's see. It- I think a lot of it was just Jerry and George sitting in the coffee shop. Bingo! Yeah. Well, right. A lot of it, most of it, maybe not all of it, but most of it there. That's it. Okay. The name of the pilot episode of Seinfeld, the first one ever. And and honestly, I would tell you that if somebody had asked me today before I saw this, I would never have known that it went all the way back to 1989. I would not have guessed that. I didn't know it started that early. I, I would have guessed 93, whatever, but... Anyhow, night, July the 5th, 1989, it was called the Seinfeld Chronicles. It also was known as um, uh, an episode called Good News, Bad News. The first one, it aired uh, this day, 89. The first of the 180 episodes uh, written by Larry David and Seinfeld. The plot. It starts with Jerry and George seated in the diner, and they're talking to the waitress. And guess what their conversation initially was about? The very first conversation that was ever happening on Seinfeld. Guess what it was about? You, you see to me that top button. It's in the wrong place. <laughs> he's, he's exactly <laughs> right. The, it, the very first thing was about a button on George's shirt, a conversation about nothing. Thus, the show Because about that conversation was actually the last one they ever had in the series finale when they were stuck in prison. Yep. Last one. They went back to that first thing, huh? It said, after, My, after debating the placement of one of George's shirt buttons, 
And Jerry tells George about a woman that he met in Michigan uh, who's coming to New York and all this kind of stuff. And then here we go. Yep. I always like the one where George is swimming in the swimming pool. Oh, yeah. Little shrinkage thing going on. <laughs> and uh, the puffy shirt. I was shirt. in the pool. The poofy shirt. Uh, oh, yeah, the poofy shirt. Uh, the, <laughs> the jacket. The pirate shirt. <laughs> oh, okay, that one. You know, another one is when George came in there with that that winter coat that was so humongous it kind of swallowed him up yeah you know and elaine begins to immediately make fun of him oh and of course elaine trying to dance is always fun yeah i mean there's all kinds of stuff and it all started on i i would not have guessed beaver would you have guessed if i had said to you without any hints what year did seinfeld start would you have known it was 89 yep okay was a baby then too yeah he was just a him was just a little guy when that started (laughs) Tommy boy. He got it. He got the Tommy boy reference. He was a widow guy. That's good stuff. Well, Bill, uh, happy belated Independence Day to you, sir. You too. And uh, so when that's those, all you did special was just to go hear the national anthem sung by your daughter, right? That's basically all we did. And then. Well, that's pretty special. We Her, uh, Annabeth's mother and father, and Annabeth's grandmother. So Mary Liddy's great grandmother, who she's named after, was there also. Right. And that was that was really special to to kind of all be together, you know. Um, fifty eight days, right? We are fifty eight as of today from the start of uh, college football. Well, yeah. it'll actually start a week earlier. It's just that we don't count that. Yeah, we don't because don't state and Ole Miss and everybody start on on uh, September second. So fifty eight well, days from today, they'll play. We're just talking about our high school football getting ready to start to the end of next month. Oh my goodness. So the games will begin at the end of August. Yep. And, you know, last... It's 25th, right, Beef? 25th? Yep. That's when our first one's Oh, man. Actually, MRA starts before that, I think. Okay. Hey, you'll appreciate this, Bill. Speaking of MRA, I I told Beaver this. Well, he knew, uh, but already. But when uh, this past week, last Thursday, Friday, we were talking about Mary Liddy. She and her first cousin, Mary Beckett, got to be... Uh, have a small role in a wedding down in Meridian. Holly Brand, who was, you know, on mm-hmm. uh, The yeah. Voice, uh, married Hayden Davis, uh, Coach Herbert Davis's son. Oh, okay. So Herbert Davis, the head coach at MRA. Yeah, MRA. His son, Hayden, who's coaching at Lamar there in Meridian, married Holly Brand. And their ceremony was last Friday down in Meridian. We were down there for that. And you mentioned MRA. It made me think of them because we got to spend a little time. Herbert. Yeah. Holly and Hayden. Yeah, a lot of H's in that family. Yeah, a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Well, look, good to hear your voice, man. Yeah, you too. Good Thanks for stopping man. by. Yeah, I just thought I'd swing on in and give Beef a little something to talk about. And when you're out there around that radio <laughs> tower uh, in the afternoons and those pop-up thunderstorms, you know, get out of the way, get in the car. Well, it's been bad. I'm telling you, it's like every day. Yeah. So... Beav and I have been sitting here talking. Well, I've been I've been talking his ear off about the Twilight Zone and Rod Serling and all uh-huh. that stuff. Really? All stuff he did, he didn't, he didn't know much about Rod. Wait Serling. a minute, time out. Was, you mean you, Bill, have been talking somebody's ear off? You're kidding me. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Beav Beav sits here and listens to me all the time, every day <laughs> of my Greg, life. Yeah, we were talking about uh, gun smoke and all kinds of stuff. Man, I was talking about all these old westerns. Oh uh, yeah. He sits here and listens to me. He never says a word. He just listens and smiles. <laughs> 
Okay, but I'm I'm educating him about all that old stuff that he don't know nothing about. Right. Well, he, I will give Beaver a lot of credit that for a young, relatively young person, <laughs> he he's pretty cultured. He's pretty <laughs> well versed in new and old and everything. Even if he is a huge fan of '90s pop music, which is really the worst music era we've ever had. Oh, oh, wait a minute! Now. He, <laughs> he, he, he just had a really good time in Memphis. Don't be talking. About it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just getting a rise. Matchbook who? <laughs> <laughs> Matchbook what? Uh, that's right. We had a great story from him out of that. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that was a good story. Yep. About the guy that tried I'm to I'm just attack. glad he didn't get punched. <laughs> yeah. I, I really am. You know, it, it's it's fine. We can he was laugh. always causing trouble everywhere he goes. We can laugh about it when he says, I almost got punched. Yeah. You know, if he had gotten punched, we might not be laughing about it. That guy needed an attitude adjustment. Mm-hmm. Didn't he be? Yeah, or, or take a he break. Was gonna give you, he was going to give him one, too, if he didn't leave him alone. Yeah, or take a little break from his steroid injections for a day there or you two. Go. You know, that's probably he was pumped. I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. All right, Bill, good to hear from All you, right. man. Yeah, you too. Thanks for stopping by. And stay classy, San Diego. We just got references all over the place. Uh, Junior Junior forty nine texts the show on the country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. It is the best, hands down, in my opinion. Walk in there and say country pleasing, please, and then hold on to your hat, or else your tongue will slap it right off. Junior 49 says, Matt, where did Beaver, Jake, and all the others go to college? Who are they fans of? Yeah, I don't know. Um, let me see if I can guess. See, I used to be under the impression years ago that Beaver was an Alabama fan. I used to be under that impression. But, you know, I don't know if that's accurate. And Jake, you really can't tell with Jake. I mean, like, Jake will come in one day and he'll be like wearing Texas stuff, all about Texas. And the next day he'll come in, he'll have something on from Oklahoma, and he'll be all about the Sooners. I don't know who Jake roots for. Jake is a classic front runner. Okay. This man comes in here. Uh, his lately, his shirts he's been wearing are TCU because they okay. were good last year. Right. And Colorado because they're all the buzz because of Deion Sanders. Those are his two. Oh, in Michigan, he is all about Michigan, <laughs> and you know they're considered at the top this year. So yeah, he's a front runner. <laughs> and you know, just just knowing Jake, Jake's the kind of guy that to me, Beaver, I've never seen Jake have a bad day. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, maybe it's just my impression or, or the times that I have happened to you know be around i've never seen jake flustered mad upset really out of character <laughs> he'd never seen that's just my impression of him but I, but i giggle because i can certainly see there's something about jake i can see it you know if michigan's on top man he's in on michigan <laughs> <laughs> he's in if they're bad he's out <clears throat> so i can certainly see that all right, y'all feel free to text. Call me on the Divinity Equipment phone line. That number again is 995-1059. I got a story here I want to pass along. There, it, Part of this is for entertainment. Part of it is I have a reason. I think there is a, a lesson. There's a moral to this story. Okay? But part of this is entertainment as well. I just want to pass it along to you. 
It comes to us from the NFL. I found it interesting. Uh, you've always heard of one-hit wonders in, you know, like that, it's always a musical term, you know, a one-hit wonder. But ESPN did a story about seven former NFL players who played in one game and one game only. Okay, seven former NFL guys who played in one single solitary NFL football game that counted. They had a one-and-done in the NFL. Here they are. They are Glenn Gronkowski. You'll recognize part of that name. They are Matt Kinzer. They are Kerwin Bell, who I think I remember as a former Florida quarterback. A guy named Cephas Weatherspoon. A guy named Jordan Bernstein or Bernstein. A guy named Ted Karras Jr. And a guy named Chad Kelly. Seven players. They did a story on seven players who played in one single solitary NFL football game. Okay, the first guy is Glenn Gronkowski, fullback, Buffalo Bills, played in one game in 2016, Bills at the Ravens. He played on eight offensive snaps, that's it. His NFL career consists of eight offensive snaps, and he got one holding penalty. (laughs) He's an undrafted rookie. He made the Bills' 53-man roster out of training camp as an undrafted guy. He is the youngest brother of Rob Gronkowski. Gronk, the Gronk. He is the youngest brother. He's the youngest, smallest of five. Okay, so his family calls him the real baby Gronk because, you know, you got this baby Gronk guy. Went to Kansas State. He was second team all Big 12 at Kansas State. Fullback, you know, which that position has, has largely kind of gone away. Here's a quote from him. I was kind of a bubble player, so I knew I needed to perform. I remember taking it all in, the flyovers in the stadium, really trying to take it all in because I didn't know how long I was going to last. It lasted eight snaps. He played eight snaps in the NFL. Okay, this Matt Kinzer is a punter who punted for the Lions in one game against the Packers in 1987. He punted seven times. Averaged 34 yards as long as was 42. That's Matt Kinzer, a punter. You've got uh, a couple of the others that I gave you the names. Kerwin Bell, quarterback. All right, he, he, he did play quarterback at Florida. He played in one game for the Indianapolis Colts. Colts versus Eagles, 1996. In that game, he went 5 for 5 for 75 yards and a touchdown. Four first downs and a huge passer rating. Small-town Florida kid, walked on the Florida team, became kind of a folk hero, went from eighth string to starting quarterback, Heisman candidate. He was the SEC player of the year at Florida. They were on probation back then. He had had an ACL injury. He, he gave a quote. He said, I told people I was going to give it up. By the way, he's now the head coach at Western Carolina. Played in one game, went 5-for-5 passing, but did play in the NFL. 
great college career. You got the others, but here's Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly played in one game for the Denver Broncos against the Rams in October of 2018. Came away in the game with minus one rushing yard. Their starter was Case Keenum. Had a concussion seconds uh, in the final seconds of the first half against the Rams. Kelly goes out there, mile high. Broke the huddle. Snapped the ball to the QB. He took a knee to end the half. That's it. That's the only regular season NFL snap by Chad Kelly. The only regular season snap for Chad Kelly was he got to take a knee before going into halftime. I mean, and this guy, Chad Kelly, he had an unbe- one unbelievable year as a quarterback for Ole Miss. Statistically, everything else. Got drafted as Mr. Irrelevant. Remember the last draft pick in the, in the draft? The Broncos took him. There's some others. These guys that have one game, some of them one play, but played, made a team, played an NFL game. It happened. It's in the history books. And here's the... Here's what I, as I read through this, and there are others, you know what I think the moral of the story is? There are fans and internet talkers and bloggers and people who will call in to radio shows who would say something like, oh, he stunk. He was terrible. He was awful. When he did something... That is like the rarest of rare things in athletics. And that is to actually play in an NFL game. Some guy eating Cheetos calling in from his beanbag chair would say that he sucks. Stick around. Whether it's about winning the game or even losing the game. You're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now. Back with you in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. A member of my home team is on the other headset. She doesn't like it when I give her applause, and so she'll get forward rebels. Okay. How you feel about that? I like it. Homecoming Queen is here. We'll forward Rebels for her. And her mom and dad are listening as they drive today. Oh, they are? Well, they were a few minutes ago, so I figure they probably are. Hi. Do you know the lyrics to Forward Rebels? I know a little bit of it. I used <laughs> to know all of it. Back really? in the day. Back in the day? Hey, Beaver. Hey, Annabeth. There Beaver. you are. Beaver. Monday. You Monday, and I didn't even I talk to each it. other. Oh, you, you're in my head then. I, I was That's literally what I was about to launch into. I, told I felt Matt, so slighted and hurt on Monday. I thought your feelings were hurt. I didn't even they think were. about it. And, all, mm-hmm. and when we got off the show, I said, Matt, is Beaver upset with me? He didn't really talk to me today. I said, is he sick or was he having a bad day or did I say something? And he was like, no, no, I don't think so. I didn't think about it. And I was like, well, I did. He didn't uh, even. I didn't give him a chance to get a word in edge. I know, but I thought maybe he had to step out or he was doing stuff at the station. And that was why. Or then I thought, he is upset with me. <laughs> oh, now, okay. Beaver, Matt, 
Matt Peter. Wyatt. <laughs> no, Matt Wyatt. Hang on. Okay, this is uh, Annabeth trying to twist this around because usually, see, Annabeth, you come on and you say, Hey, hey Beaver. Beaver. What was but Monday? But you didn't on Monday. What was Monday? What were we talking about it was Monday? Very, I will tell Seems you. Seems like an eternity oh, ago. Beaver. I, my, it does. My mind was in so many places that day. In fact, I jumped off to get a phone call and oh yes right it, and we, knocked the desk over yeah knocked the desk <laughs> over i maybe off air i'll just text with beaver and tell him <laughs> what yeah, i was I've, dealing with that day my mind wasn't right it has been uh, some kind of few days yeah, around here. <laughs> yeah and so beaver i'm so sorry but then i did i did think i was like i said man i didn't talk to beaver at all he didn't say hey or he goes yeah and I thought, did I do something? He goes, no, no. I started to like make something up, Beaver, and go, well, he ate that Star Crunch you sent him, and it was off. It made he, him sick. He doesn't really and like Star Crunch, <laughs> but it's all I had. I was like, give this to Beaver. Yeah. Hey, no, I kind of changed my tune on him. You did? Like they're, you did. They, huh? Yeah, they're, they are now acceptable. Oh. They would not be in my top five. Now that I've tried one again for the first time since I was really young, it you were, was it was, it was okay. acceptable. It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't was, as bad as I remember. It was a. It seems like they're bigger. The ones that I bought seem like they were a bigger. Yeah. Stark run. Well, they were. They're the large size. And here's what I've learned. Maybe that makes. Those were better. a gift to me on Father's Day. From oh, you. Yeah. And this is what I've learned. If you eat an entire box of large size star crunch even if they it is spread out over the course of a couple of weeks you will gain weight well okay i have confirmed that <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't finish the other ones what are they called oh the giant zebra cakes yeah there you go i got a couple of those left yeah. woof those down over the next couple of days beaver was yours oatmeal cream pie i can't remember which said your favorite was i just drew a blank uh number one Probably zebra cakes. Okay, it was zebra cakes. Okay. Oh, and look, Annie, I didn't that's show you this. Well, Be that's what we should have sent to Beaver that day, not well, the Star Well, technically, Crunch. number one is Christmas tree cakes. Yeah. Those right. are only seasonal. Seasonal. Yes. We'll go zebra cakes. And All then right, zebra cakes. so we talked about this earlier. Beaver sent me this picture back on the third because they did, Big L, his dad, did the cookout oh, for looks great. Uh, July 4th, the day before. And Beaver sent me a picture of his plate. And on his plate, it's all protein. It's three grilled chicken strips, four huge links of country-pleasing sausage. Nice. And a filet mignon wrapped in bacon, cooked medium rare. That's what's on his plate. And then I notice what he's going to wash it down with. A Gatorade. A blue, blue. Gatorade. <laughs> hey, I like beaver with his filet mignon I on love paper it. plate. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I'm all about some that's, paper that's plates. That's totally July 4th. It is absolutely July 4th that's, cookout. That's Americana. It is. You you said that term the other day, and Mary Liddy was like, whoa, what do you mean Americana? Well, Beaver, Mary Liddy sang the national anthem. Did you already tell I us? did tell him, yeah. It, it was in yesterday. Saltillo, right next to Tupelo. It was really nice of them to ask her. And she wore boots. I said, yeah, wear boots. <laughs> That's really Americana. It's all, we're all about America. And she's like, Americana? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, America. I told Beaver and Bill, Bill was on about how they started uncovering all the sound equipment, putting the speakers out again to get ready to start. And she was going to start it by the whole, she was kind of the first thing to go up there. She was going to sing the national anthem, get it all kicked off. And they said, we think we have about an hour maybe before this rain comes back in. And I'm looking at the radar going, nah, you don't have an hour. And big Winky standing there. He looked at me and he's like, an hour of my foot. 
Well, about the time she walked up on the stage, this cold wind started blowing. I'm telling you, the wind was blowing, and she was up there for a minute and 33 seconds <laughs> to sing that song. And I thought, if she doesn't get down, she's going to be wet. Yeah, it's going. We're going to get rained on. And uh, but I, I guess they got it all in. I don't. They know. did, and I saw that they had to pause for a little while. I think a lot of different people across the state had a lot of had rain last night, yeah. but they got their fireworks in. And yeah, that's good. People work hard on those events, so. They do. Hats off. Hats off to them. Hats off. Well, listen, I don't want to get in the way of Beaver, your, and Annabeth's (laughs) conversation, so feel free. Anything y'all want to talk about, just... Beaver, he told me he was going to talk to you about Florida's expansion or... $400 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. All right, so Scott Strickland, our friend, great guy, wonderful human being, is the AD at Florida. And uh, That's a lot of money. Scott's a wonderful human being. He's almost as wonderful as his family members who live in Madison. Oh, yeah. His brother and his mom and dad. Really he, kind. He's almost as wonderful as them, but not quite. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Scott is the AD at Florida, and they just put this out there. Um, they're going to spend – they're doing a makeover of Florida's football stadium, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. That's what it's called. I've never been there, by the way. It's just uh, – don't get me started. But it's just another example of how messed up the SEC schedule rotation has you been. You never played there? Never played there, never been there. In all of your years at Mississippi State? I spent five years on the team, was Why gone you not was gone, gone for a few years, and have now had an over a decade chunk as a broadcaster. That's 15 years Wait, combined. A little break in the middle. Me? And I've never once set foot in Florida Stadium. I, I don't now, think I knew that. That said, I don't think I knew that. State played there in 2001. Played there again in 2010, and in 2010 I didn't make the trip. I was doing pregame, postgame, and I, oh, that was my right. year to stay back. But only that—that's the—that's not very many times. That's it. Mm. Yeah, but but supposedly we've had a conference schedule rotation that was equal and everything. For state has played Central Florida as much as they have played at Florida. <laughs> and you went to Central Florida. Yeah. Something anyway. for another game. Well, anyway, okay. So, see, see what I'm saying? I can very easily jump off on a schedule rant. They have fixed that out with the old and with the new. <laughs> but this is going to be the swamp. You know, is what they call it. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, a 400 million dollar overhaul. Quote: Multi generational solution for an aging and iconic stadium in the heart of Florida's campus. Athletics Director Scott Strickland, shout out. Mississippi State alum, father-in-law is Bailey Howell, uh, said that it's, quote, premature to speculate on the final cost, seating capacity, and specific timeline. But he made it clear the project's main goal is going to be to transform the game day experience for fans while maintaining a lot of what helped uh, the Gators create one of the most daunting home field advantages in the SEC. This press release was exquisitely written. Yeah. All those words make me want to well, I mean, know look, more. Any t- multi-generational <laughs> solution. In- increase the <laughs> Supposedly the Scott's quote. <laughs> supposedly Scott's quote is whatever work we do there doesn't need to be a band-aid. It needs to be a multi-generational solution. See, Annie, these are the punch words that they're using. Every multi-generational, day. Multi-generational. That means we need we need to raise money maybe from multi-generational. <laughs> Annie, this money they already have? Annie, every day at our house, I wake up, and my feet hit the floor, and I go make coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, and I take a sip of that first sip of coffee, 
and my eyes open and I stare out into the horizon and I am then and for the rest of the day, I am looking to find multi-generational solutions. <laughs> I mean, that was a really good punch words there. I mean, from somebody who loves words, I love written words. Okay, I really appreciate that. Their capacity is 90,000. Well, here's a question for you, though. Multi-generational. If you could spend $400 million on your team's stadium, what would you use it for? What would you do? What would you do? Is this to, to your listening audience? This is to anybody. It can be yeah. everybody. It can be you Beaver. also. If you, have, take it. if you had $400 million to spend on Vaught-Hemingway Stadium yourself, oh my goodness. what would you do? All right. I'm going to tell you what I would do right now, today, immediately. If I'm spending $400 million on Davis-Wade Stadium, it's two things. Parking. The first thing I'd be getting me one of those big awnings like they have in those soccer stadiums in Europe oh. that stretch out over the whole thing to give some shade because ESPN makes us play at 11 a.m. in September. Good point. So I'd have a soccer awning to give us a little shade, and then I'd spend what's left over closing in that end zone down there where the M Club is. Now, I would not put seats in there. But it would be some like the thing they did up in the upper decks where you got these suites or whatever that you can fill it in. Just fill it in. Don't put seats in it, but fill it in. That's what we do. $400 million can solve a lot of issues. might not hold up to Mississippi heat. Well, don't make it out of the same glass that was in the back of our car. I promise you that. Go to commercial. Now. All right. A little bit of time left with you. We've got one more play to do on our countdown of 60 plays in 60 days. That's coming up. And I'll get to your text from Bull and Troll Tide and Josh and Kyle and everybody else on the Country Pleasing text line. Stick around. All right, back with you. A little bit of time left on this Wednesday, July the 5th. Homecoming Queen here to finish it out with me. Annabeth, today is National Graham Cracker Day. Hey, I ate a Graham Cracker today. Did you? I did. Um, s'mores, gluten, a big big part of s'mores. Gluten-free Graham Gluten-free Graham Crackers. Mm -hmm. Can you make gluten-free s'mores? Well, yeah, with okay. a gluten-free Graham Cracker. What would you... If you didn't eat chocolate, what would you sub substitute on the s'mores for chocolate? You mean peanut butter, maybe? Or or white chocolate? There you go. Boom. There Some it is. Some people say they use Reese's. Have we had that discussion, Beaver? Did we have that discussion about what? Uh, Where you could put a Reese's or on maybe s'mores. somebody called in or texted. Putting him. Reese's on s'mores. Oh, I don't remember ever hearing that because I, I think I would have tried. I would, me too. I thought we discussed that, but it seems like that would work. It's even sort of like shaped perfectly for yeah, that. Yeah, have a little peanut butter. Come on now. We need to be. Maybe at these stadiums they could sell s'mores. What? That could be now a, that's a great idea. On the night games where it's cold. Let's get on that. Let's yeah. get on that. After they put the, what did you say? The awning? Yeah. Prepackaged s'mores sold in concessions at football games so that all the kids can have gooey, sticky fingers. There you go. Oh, by the way, you want to heat it up? You're playing at 11 o'clock on ESPN. <laughs> Sit in your seat for a minute or two. Hold it Stupid. Your hand. My, mom, right. my mom texted in 
on the text line. Yeah. Which was to my text. He, she said, <laughs> put a dome. Yeah. Put a big dome on. Could all, we at build? All this could we build anyway. a dome for four hundred million though? Yeah, It'd probably know. take more than that. Probably not. Um, probably not. Just side note: It's also National Bikini Day, um, <laughs> which. Where do you get these, by the way? You just Google it. Just for the record, the line I always use: statistics are like a bikini; they show you a lot, but not everything. Thank you. National Workaholics Day, National Apple Turnover Day. Your daughter is a huge fan of apple turnovers. Yeah, she loves it. All right, I just thought I'd sneak that in there. Okay. So uh, uh, Debbie wants a dome for if she had four hundred million to spend. A dome. I don't think that would be enough. I would like to amend my answer. Isn't it funny how you both went to the sun? Right. Well, we, so hot. It doesn't make any sense to do this during September. Ole Miss too. They got a one o'clock, eleven o'clock hot. in September. Um, I want to amend my answer. I said if I was spending four hundred million on Davis Way, the first thing would be the awning over the seats, like soccer stadiums in Europe, to provide shade, and then it would be taking care of the south end zone and don't you know um, hey, filling that in. But out, I, the out. first thing I would do is replace the back glass on our car. That's the first <laughs> thing I'd do with that four hundred million. Okay, what did they have an awning when you played in Germany? They did. Yeah. The the stadium that we played at. It was at a in soccer ha- stadium, right? Yes, in Hamburg. In fact, um, you can turn it on now that Bundesliga, I think that's how you say it, but they'll I'm every sorry. now and then. I I'm think, sorry, what did you say? Bundesliga, Bundesliga, something soccer that'll be on FS1 every now and then. Oh. Uh, you'll see it. They'll be in Hamburg playing in that same stadium, and you see they have the shade awning that goes 360 degrees all the way around the stadium. And why we haven't put that in football stadiums here makes no sense to me whatsoever. Make ESPN pay for it. They're the ones putting you out there on the field on September the 2nd at 11 a.m. anyway. I'm sure they would go for that, right? Yeah. Um, Troll Tide said, for Vaught Hemingway, more restrooms and subsidized drink prices for Neyland Stadium. Hmm. Um what do you say? A putting green for the visiting team sideline. Oh, golf balls. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, J-Rock says, $400 million, I would have free country pleas and sausage dogs hey. at two home games a year for everybody. <laughs> everybody, come on out. Get your free country pleas and sausage dog. That's great. <laughs> um, Kyle in Hattiesburg uh, says he would do two things with $400 million to improve the stadium. Chairback seats in the whole stadium, and then provide shade. I thought about chairback. I thought about that, too. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of money. By the way, too, we've had some suggestions on the show today that when uh, when I'm out, we should replace segments of when I've gone on rants, ranty Matt. Oh, Beaver, do you like that? <laughs> yeah. Two hours, well, I, no, I don't know. Two hours of ranty, Matt. It's a bit much. It's a little ranty. Yeah. It's a, rant, it's a little ranty rant. It's ranty. They said that we should call those episodes Mad Matt and the Thunderdome. Nice. Josh, I like that title. I do, nice. too. That's, that's got a ring Mad to Matt. It. Josh texted the show and said, there's another, one of, there's another one of your great Matt rants for your rant replay show, ranting on the current SEC schedule model. Yeah, I've gotten in on that a bunch. That is it's insane. the most asinine deal. And I'm telling you, it held, they have held the entire league hostage for you know two decades because of Alabama and Auburn. Period. End of story. That's a fact. I don't care if they deny it or not. It's the truth. But here we are, and now we've expanded. We get Texas and Oklahoma, and now we get to do something different for them. Isn't it great to be a founding member of the SEC? But I digress. 
<laughs> Beaver, All right. Beaver, oh. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> Over to the phone, our favorite Ohio State Buckeye, DJ, on line one of the Divinity Equipment phone line. DJ, thanks for calling. What's up? Matt, if I had $400 million to improve the horseshoes, yep. our stadium, I donate it to charity. You can't improve on perfection. <laughs> Great answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> and he hung up. He hung up. He was kind of oh, like, drop the DJ. mic. Drop the mic. Oh, yeah. I would cancel the dotting of the I. <laughs> Take that, So DJ. overrated. Take so <laughs> overrated. That's taken away, I guess. <laughs> Take that, DJ. <laughs> cancel the dotting of the I. The horseshoe. Is that what their? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's is that their, what their stadium. stadium? Sorry. Uh, in Columbus. Yeah. Do you remember uh, all those years seems ago? Seems like you went there. Yeah, I, I went but, on a. But it was not for a football game. No, we had. It a, was for a work. A work conference hosted thing. in yeah. Columbus, yeah. and part of the deal was one night we had a dinner yeah. at the Ohio State Stadium, and we got to go out on the field, and they had this guy called the Living Heisman, where he was the. He was the guy dressed up in gold like the trophy who could pose like you thought it was a statue, but then every now and then he'd move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember. Like, well, they had that. And How would you like to be hired to do that? I don't. I could. I thought about that. I could not do it. I couldn't be that still. I no. can be still, but I can't be that still. No, but um, Beaver, my mom and Matt has admitted to wanting to do this. Both of them would really like to be a mascot for oh. one day. I so want to do They it. just want to be a mascot. They just want to dress up. Nobody knows who they are and just run around and be the mascot. Would, he, oh. would you Would you do it? I probably might enjoy that. You know, let me tell you, that leads to, you know, I tried out to be the pirate mascot. Did you? Your year at Pearl. Well, they should have picked you. <laughs> it was, well, it was doomed from the beginning. I doomed myself because I was so dumb. Okay, I go in there. I'm glad it didn't happen because I don't, I don't want to be in that suit. But why? Why in August? And how did September. you doom yourself? Be, yeah, you'd only want to do it in winter. This is what happens. I go in there and they so for the tryouts, you you put on the pirate head and they told you to pick a song to do a whatever to, <laughs> a little, and little I, I chose dance. Motley Crue, Doctor Feelgood. But <laughs> the first thing she says is okay. So we're going to ask you questions, whatever, but don't speak. Because obviously mascots don't talk. <laughs> oh, you have to we act all know out that. your answer. You have to act out your answer? Yes. That's yes. hard. You've got to act out the answer and don't speak. <laughs> well, how did I reply? I said, okay. Well, they're speaking immediately. <laughs> Beaver, I'm sorry that didn't happen for That's you. That's like something out of an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying not to be the mascot. They say, we're going to ask you questions, but don't speak. He's like, all right. Matt. <laughs> I'm sorry, Beaver. Wait, could you repeat the question? <laughs> You're out. Beaver, Beaver was out before he got started. I'm because so sorry, Beaver. Because you know what's it's so ironic? Because he audibly confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Beaver cannot stand when people go, hey, I'm just confirming that we're good for Thursday. Or I'm confirming you're out the... He hates it when people want to confirm stuff because it insinuates that he, he can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> you can always take to heart. You can always confirm whatever you need to with Matt because he has forgotten. Oh, yeah. I'm I just forgot. going to go ahead and tell you. Yeah, I forgot it. Confirm what? means to instruct <laughs> and tell him. I've gotten to the point now where I tell people, hey, will you text me that day and remind me? <laughs> and they're going, yeah, sure. Not even a confirmation. 
just uh, a reminder. Beaver said, okay. They said, don't speak. He goes, okay. <laughs> maybe you could be the bulldog would they let you be the bulldog for just something? oh just one day please i want to be make in that it. happen please you might be too tall for that suit. i would have so much fun you might be tall for that suit um, that, that would be so much fun it would not in the hot you could do anything you want to do yeah that would be fun i would get fired i you know if you're going to be a mascot you need a story to go with it later in life not hey i was the mascot no I was a mascot for a couple of days, and here's what happened. No, you would you would be asked not to do it again because you'd watch the game. Yeah, you, maybe you probably wouldn't jump around. I'm, you'd get uh, so. Look, as a kid, I was obsessed with the San Diego Chicken, <laughs> the Padres. I, I watched all these Tony Gwynn games. And they always had the the San Diego Chicken, who always was doing funny stuff, picking on the umpires, picking on the you opposing. Would, you would like that would love it and you're in the mascot e- even if you get fired nobody knows it's you that got fired it would be great i just want to be a mascot one uh, goals in life here they are be a mascot for one day number two throw out the first pitch at somebody's baseball game because i'm gonna throw it as hard it's gonna be a fastball full wind up i'm not here ceremony oh. i am not here ceremonial don't call this a ceremonial first pitch I'm firing it in there. Oh, good. Okay. Those two goals. Two goals. And, well, and. You can build on that list. Shade at Davis Wade. Make it a hashtag. It rhymes. Let's shade at Wade. Shade at Wade. Sh- no, Shade at Davis Wade. Okay. There we go. Okay. That, and we're going to start a GoFundMe soon and fix our back window of our car. Annabeth, thanks for coming by. Bye, Beaver. Bye, Annabeth. Bye, Beaver. <laughs> I'll see y'all on. <laughs> Bye, Matt. I'll see y'all on Friday. <laughs> See ya.